I don't, I don't see the SEC riding buses like uh, like yeah. I was subjected uh-huh. to uh-huh. one year. <laughs> I was gonna say you mad, bro? Huh? I said you mad? Huh? <laughs> Golly. We just happen to be coming off the greatest weekend in sports because it's finally back. <laughs> okay, it's finally back. Basketball back. Hockey's back. Baseball's been back. And unfortunately, football's coming back soon, too. <laughs> we'll see about that. We shall. Let's get it started off with the latest in MLB news. We both said it. We're not thinking it's going to last too much longer. No. MLB, as of today, had the St. Louis Cardinals have 13 people test positive. So, 13 personnel test positive for the covid and seven of them were players. This is the latest in teams, you know, testing positive, of course. And this one comes as a shocker outside of Florida, too, I guess. Will the MLB last? Are they going to make it to? I don't. I don't think they're going to make it, man. I think they are either, man. I don't think they're going to make it. And we always say we, nobody going to be satisfied until somebody, unfortunately, passed away from this. And I keep saying this, and I'm going to continue to say it. For everybody not to have sports or for baseball or basketball, football, it don't even matter. I think we can survive. We can already survive. How many months without sports? Maybe what? Five, three, what? March? About five. Yeah, about yeah, five, five, six. Yeah, about five, six months without sports. If we can five, if we can five. not, yeah, if we can miss five, six months without sports, then what's another six more months? Well, I think my biggest concern and I say this, the only sport, well, I understand WNBA too, but I, the only sport, the only couple sports that I understood wanting to play, I guess you can include soccer in this to a degree, mm-hmm. but I understood why baseball wanted because they didn't even get a shot at playing this season, right? At least basketball got halfway through. Football completed theirs, both college and football, you know, college and professional. So they completed theirs. And then basketball got a chance to get almost through theirs close to the playoffs. Which is what we see in there making up for it now. Right. Baseball didn't get a chance, so great job of y'all trying to give it a shot. I think y'all had the right idea when y'all said we need to go to a neutral state, have a bubble like the NBA, because the NBA right now seems the most prepared, even though they don't have as many working factors as far as team like players on teams. So basketball you see working because they are in a restricted area where they cannot go out side of and if they do go outside Lou Will you got a quarantine for 14 days right. per COVID restrictions and stuff. so you see there's working you haven't seen anybody test positive so the focus is on basketball baseball is still traveling which, which I, that's that's the biggest thing right which, there which they need to stop because I mean at this point right now it just don't make no sense if they can get maybe go to Chicago or maybe go to LA or New York or whatever. Well, the spot was Arizona cuz they got a bunch of fields out there. Yeah. Yeah. And I I just say that like try to do what the NBA doing, just make it if they can go if everybody can be separate, you know, not in one place I think. In, 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 or not in, yeah, not in one place and make it more wide out or whatever in one state. I think that may that may be something that they could possibly do. I think it's too late for them to go back now. So yeah. they so they kind of stuck with the plan, which again, you know, you just kind of in that rut if that happens like that. You know, cool. But at the end of the day, we both saying it. 
I don't think it's going to last, which doesn't bode well for football. Right. We got that at the end of the show, people. Yeah, man. I said I said that about baseball. If, ba- if all these players getting COVID in baseball and they and they don't and, have big players like yeah, fat players, yeah, they don't have big players and they, nobody is standing right next to each other. I mean, if they if they getting it, then only you can only imagine what how the football players what's going to happen with within practice and also what's going to happen. With scrimmages and also what's going to happen when the season starts. If the season starts. Three things. One, Aaron Judge for the New York Yankees is mm-hmm. 6'7". Did not know that. Wow. He is 6'7". That's one. Oh. Two, shout out to y'all that's listening to us. The Bottom Line Sports Talk. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Talk 51 Beautiful website out there that needs to be updated. I'm sorry, shortcomings on my end. Hey, you learn to love it. We're posting the episodes at such a dramatically fast rate. Whatever. And, oh, we got a shout out. Shout out to Aggressive Beauty Podcast that had us on her podcast this past Saturday. Definitely enjoyed it. Definitely a bunch of fun. A lot of drinking going on. A lot of laughs. So. Go check, go check us out on Aggressive Beauty and go follow her as well. Definitely shout out that podcast. Into our next topic, we getting into the basketball bubble, right? Right. I just want to shout out, am I saying his name right? Bobo? Bobo. Yeah, Bobo. It sounds like I say Bo, but it's Bold Bobo. Yeah, my new Bo son. Second generation point guard. I'm sorry. That's what people are calling him because he out here throwing dimes at everybody. Well, hold on. Let's talk about, before you get into yours, let's talk about the Devil Nuggets. How when they were just experimenting, they had that tall lineup. And I think Mark Jackson had said on Saturday that uh, that the Dallas Mavericks with Michael Finley and Dirk, they may have had the tallest starting lineup in NBA history. I'm I'm, I'm thinking like, I don't know because that Denver that Denver Nuggets lineup, Jokic six nine or seven foot. Yeah, I think Denver by far beating that. Bo Bobo seven seven, seven one. Yeah, seven one. Yeah, seven one seven feet. Paul Millsap, Jeremy Grant, like that was a tall lineup. I just want to say, I said Denver could be great when they got when they got the Joker, and I know you did too. When they got the Joker, I'm like yo, and then you see that band. I call them Band of Misfits. Wow. Right, and we and we ain't even talking about Jamal Murray. No, or, that's what I'm saying. Just like band man, the misfits when you get the name and like yeah. that's it's Will, crazy. Will Barton. yeah, bro, it's, it's crazy. Like Denver, Denver is sneaky good, and people gonna realize like they a team to be to, to be reckoned with. And I think you see them more so flourishing, or you're gonna see them more so flourishing. Like the Rockets ball, we can talk about that because that's next anyway. Okay. Rockets ball, small ball. Yes, people are are, are going with it. I just don't want y'all to look at fool's gold. I still don't think the small ball is gonna work out when it comes to other teams that have you know decent sized line know how to work. Mm-mm, I don't I don't think so either because if you look at if you look at it just let's say hypothetically speaking with that small ball lineup, if they if Philadelphia not saying that Philadelphia gonna make the finals by no stretch of the imagination, but if they do make the finals, who who with that small ball lineup who gonna get Joel Embiid? Who who gonna who gonna handle him? You got so that means you have to substitute somebody in for a Tyson Chandler. Well, and and see, this is the thing because you made mention of it. And we both said it kind of the same time. They didn't even have Tyson Chandler in the game. They didn't even no. when when Robert Lopez Robert Lopez was going off. 
They didn't even have nobody in the game to check him. I, yeah, I know they would get beat on offensive on offensive. On the glass, yeah, 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 most definitely. Like the the shot that everybody keeps showing that I plan on posting, I forgot to post it yesterday, was when Giannis rebound the ball, he even and jumped jump, and right. just kind of bowled James out the way, and it's like wow. Mm. But the thing I want to get to is it's impressive and it's bad at the same time. It is yeah. twenty one of sixty one from three point land as a team. It's bad for two reasons for me. One is that the Rockets were able to to attempt these many threes. And it's not that they were able to attempt it. It's that they did the same thing. Somebody drove in the lane, they kicked it out to either corner. Right. And I'm like, Milwaukee, do you want to die by the three or do you want to sit up there and try to have somebody protect the inside? Right. And the worst part about that, when I was looking at the game, a lot of those shots, a lot of those shots that I was looking at, maybe more than half of them were wide open shots. Blank wide open. They were wide open. So they, Houston won that game. By margin, but at the same time, if they were hitting those shots against possibly the best defensive team in the NBA right now, if they hit half those shots, then Milwaukee losing that game by maybe ten. So yeah, and that's and that's what I wanted to say. So twenty one makes they had right? right, only sixty three points, sixty one attempts. That's like over a hundred some points. Right. The fact that you take that many threes is very worrisome because uh, Tony Kornheiser, PTI. Pardon interruption. He made mention of it, and I and I had already said it. If you take that many threes and you miss so many more, say you only make seven, you lose in the game, which is happening before when they take so many and they don't make it, or only one person gets hot mm-hmm. and not the rest of the team. I think their biggest asset that they picked up was Robert Covington because he's yeah. been coming in the clutch. PJ Tucker's always been there, you know, they unsung hero. And Russell Westbrook came. Came up in the clutch too because it was coming to a point in that fourth quarter with maybe six minutes, five minutes left. It looked like Milwaukee was going to run away with it, but Russell Westbrook kept him in the game by driving. He kept driving like they Houston James wasn't hitting a lot of. He wasn't scoring, but that's what they got like, him for. like that. But Russell Westbrook kept attacking and big shout out to Russell Westbrook and big shout out. Got to give got to give credit where credit is due. James Harden defense. I'm going to give credit for the two stops that he got on Giannis. Doesn't matter. I know it don't, but still at the same time, people say hey, here, No, here, everybody, everybody going to jump on and say he played defense until one of these games he don't, and then it's going to be the same thing. So, reserve that one. Surprising disappointment so far. In the NBA? Yeah, so far. I'll say, I'll say the Lakers, bro. I'm going to say the Lakers. Then I, Of course, they – my favorite team, your your favorite team, NBA team, but they just ain't been looking. They just ain't been looking as spry as they were when before the COVID nineteen hit. And I I kind of attest that to they kind of peddling. No, it's not a it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And so I think they just waiting and waiting and waiting. Even though they won against the Clippers and then they took that loss against Toronto, it was sloppy. It was like basketball. They were playing both games. I am worried about them, and I think I think Houston maybe uh, Houston and Denver is one of those dark horses that can definitely beat anybody. That's their first and second, third seed. So, well, I, I said my biggest disappointment is New Orleans. Oh yeah, and and the re- and the reason why is because. Y'all might as well not even show it to the bubble if y'all are going to play supposedly y'all best athlete out there, which is Zion. And he right to be upset because at the end of the day, 
You keep saying, well, we're putting him on restricted minutes. Well, then why are you even here at the bubble? You have a prime opportunity to do something that not many people thought y'all would do with him being hurt. And that's actually make the playoffs if you can win games. Yeah. You went 0-2 this weekend, and homeboy wasn't even out there when it, when it counted. Yeah, against Utah. Against, yeah, and it's like, bro, at the end of the day, like if he's not going to be there, then it's time to cut it. Like y'all might, he might as well not even play no more. Right. Just leave him alone for the rest of the season and then wait till next year. Right. You know what I'm saying? I agree. My biggest surprise is Denver, which I've always liked them, but Denver definitely. Bobo, Bo, shout out. Well, what do you think about Portland? I think we see these from them every year. Uh, this year, the COVID helped them out, and the COVID helped the Rockets out. So we'll see what a healthy Portland does. Uh, the madness that 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 we will see, I don't know. I don't. I still think it's Lakers and Clippers in the Western Conference. I still don't think nobody beating them. Uh, but my other big surprise, I watched OKC and was actually impressed. Mm-hmm. I was impressed because outside of Chris Paul and everybody knows Stephen Adams, Shot. it's not many. Yeah, Shot, you know, Shot Gillis Alexander is coming. No, that's what that's what I'm saying. If you don't watch them, you don't really know, yeah. and you wouldn't think that Oklahoma City is like they really good. And they, they're also like a band of misfits because they don't really have big-name people outside of Chris Paul. Right. So I, I definitely like them. Let's get to a tragic topic right here. Names on the back of the jerseys in the NBA. Want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. It's played out <laughs> after the first game, first night of games, or after everybody played their first time. Should have cut it. So by Saturday, I guess. Yeah. The only reason why I say because, man, did the NBA do a good job of scaling it to what everybody can sit up there and say. So you saw peace, equality, liberation, Black Lives Matter. What is another one I'm thinking of? Uh, I don't know. You saw a lot of bland names, mm-hmm. right? And shout out to the people who put the people's names like Breonna Taylor and, and whoever else on the back of that. Great. Cool, right? My biggest thing is this. When y'all going to get some soul about y'all self? Like, I tweeted it. What my person that got reparations on the back of their jersey? That wasn't approved, though, was it? Nope. <laughs> reparations wasn't approved. Mm, could somebody have put Black Washington in the back of their jersey? That, mm, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. like, like, let's put some truth to, you know, we're not just doing this for the past four years. We're not saying some basic generic thing that could be put in the, the national anthem. No, let's put some stuff in there that's going to hurt. Let's put the church bombings that happened in Alabama. You know, the, I'd say put several, but put Bloody Sunday on there. You know, let me let me see something like that. I, I'd be okay if you said her dad put by any means necessary. Something, something but not... Revolutionary minds. Ooh. Mm. Shout out. Are you like what I did Shout there? out. Revolutionary mind. That's how we gonna know if y'all listen to this episode, right? But but I, <laughs> but you, that's 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 my whole thing, you know. I just it's played out like I saw somebody had, yeah. I saw somebody had peace or something like that on the back of their jersey, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'd I, rather you have your name on there. Yeah, I'm, I'm and I told you we we talked about this plenty of times. I just don't care about the the names on the back of the jerseys. I don't care about I don't really I don't care about none of that because none of that is helping what's going on right now. Like yeah, all right, good that y'all have y'all have the nicknames or y'all have different stuff on the back of y'all jersey. But if you saw this morning the Navy Seal or whatever they were practicing, they had a dog 
with a uh, attacking a guy with a Colin Kaepernick jersey on. And guess what? What what's up? What's mm-hmm. up with that? So I that right there. Yeah, nobody had cap name. Yeah, nobody had cap name, and he the one that revolutionized all of this. So. I'm I'm just saying like all of this stuff with everybody having their name on the back, it don't do it don't it it doesn't do anything. Everybody I'm I'm gonna make this point too. Everybody kneeling, and I respect everybody kneeling, which is gonna get to our next point. Yeah. I respect everybody kneeling and I respect everybody doing their thing, but don't don't follow the wave when the wave when it's time for y'all, when it's time that y'all wanna do it because when it wasn't popular, nobody wasn't doing it. Well, I mean, well, I ain't gonna say nobody wasn't doing it. It, it, everybody wasn't following that same path like what they're doing right well, now. Well, I gotta give, I gotta give the NBA that credit though, because they had it in their policy about this, right? Mm-hmm. So people stood hand in hand or whatever like that. So the NBA couldn't kneel, but they actually had different ways of doing it. So I give them credit for, for like the players that got Black Lives Matter on the back of their jersey. Has Jerry Jones said anything yet? Okay. Uh. But for the players that got Black Lives Matter on the back of their jerseys, bro, the whole court has Black Lives Matters. What are, what are you doing? What, what does the court? Like, the court has <laughs> what you, Black Lives Matter. What are you matter? doing? You know what I'm like, saying? It don't. All that shit, man, that's, all that shit don't matter, bro. No, I mean I feel it. I get it. But like they, when the NBA stepped in and said we gotta make sure we approve the name, now nah, we gotta did it now because right. now you censoring us. Exactly. That's what that's what's been happening for these over the years. You've been censoring us. Because yep. at the end of the day, guess what? You, after, after you get after this season over with, or after you get through playing your games, and you walk, if you walk out to your hometown, or you go to another city, guess what? You just another. You still black in America. You, you just still another, you just another black guy in America. It's a great way to bring it around. Good job. I'm just saying. No, 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 no. I'm saying really yeah, good job. Yeah, that's all I'm saying about that. Like it don't none of that don't it don't matter to me. That doesn't me looking at the screen me looking at the screen seeing black lives matter shirt where everybody wearing a black lives matter shirt well, it's, it's on a court that's what i don't understand it's on a court you know what i'm saying like it's on the it's painted on a court. court why would you have it on the back of your jersey too it don't matter bro and and for for crying out loud if you black why do you have it on the back of your jersey anyway you should know black lives matter. matter i'm pretty sure everybody that knows you black know that black lives matter yeah we're just going to get on to the next topic with uh, a guy uh, by the name of player from the Orlando Magic by the name of Jonathan Isaac, who stood during the national anthem, and he was praying. And he had, he didn't have a Black Lives Matter jersey on. He said he was praying, and after the game, everybody everybody was just in awe. You know how politically everybody corrected politically correct everybody <laughs> is right now, and they want to hop on that bandwagon. He did. Oh my God! He wasn't wearing the Black Lives Matter shirt. Oh my God! He was standing. He was standing up during the national anthem. We know. And guess what? As a black man in America, that's his right to do so. That's his right to do so. I'm not mad at him. If he wanted to pray and stand up during the national anthem, while all you other followers wanted to kneel, when y'all could have been kneeling this whole time before the COVID stuff hit, they couldn't do it in the NBA. Huh? They couldn't do it in the NBA. That, that was one of the things. Like people wanted to kneel, but they oh. already had a policy out. And, and, and Kaepernick and Kaepernick kneeled, and guess what? Oh well. No, but, no, I'm saying, but, I'm saying you couldn't. Like it's in the bylaws yeah. of the NBA, though. That's why they couldn't do it then. Yeah, but hey, it is what it is, man. Like everybody, everybody PC right now. Everybody trying to hop on that bandwagon. I ain't with it. And for Jonathan Isaac to stand up and say, I, "I'm praying." We all fall short of God's will. I'm not mad at that. I mean, my only thing, my only thing with him is this: 
and I get his statement, but I'm just saying this. None of that had anything to do with why you didn't kneel as far as you. Like, we all fall short. Okay, cool, bro. We know that. But he, he giving that message out. I, 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 I get that. I get that. But my whole thing is this. That's not what was that. You didn't want to kneel because you didn't want to kneel. Don't You ain't got to bring. That, that had nothing to do with it. Yes, you were praying. We saw you were praying. You didn't have to bring God into that. Yeah, bring religion to it. Yeah, because my whole thing is, bro, you were praying. So were other people. They were kneeling. Okay, we all fall short. We know that. You didn't want to kneel because you didn't want to kneel. You didn't want to wear the Black Lives Matter because you didn't want to. Don't bring everything else into it. But but he also said he didn't wear the Black Lives Matter because at the end of the day, the Black Lives Matter movement or whatever, that's not, it's not helping anything at all to me. I think that's, I'm just illustrating what he is. Talking about said. just wearing a shirt. So just yeah, just, just, just wearing a shirt. Just I'm, wearing a shirt. I mean, I mean, but at the end of the day, it's advertisement. It's keeping it fresh. It's keeping it like in your face. I, I I I'm cool with I'm cool with him saying all that, but don't be like we all far short enough, bro. We saw what you were doing. You were praying, great. But hold on, can we get back to the the question that that was asked? I think what Taylor Rooks had asked the question, like what she say? Uh, you you didn't have wear a Black Lives Matter shirt on. Uh, do you, do you think Black Lives Matter? Man, what what kind of what, what you think you was going to say? That's media, though. Like, what you think you were going to say? Like <laughs> that's, that's media. Man, like, bro, hey, I respect. All due respect to Taylor Rooks, but I I wasn't I wasn't feeling that question. I mean, not not, not to a, not to a black man in Florida that was raised in Florida. I don't know what to say. I'm just saying. I'm just, like I said, I had no problem with anything he had to say. When he said up there and say, oh, we all fall short of God's glory. We all God's children. Bro, that had nothing to do with you kneeling or standing up. None of that had anything to do with it. When you bring up words like white supremacy and systematic racism, ain't none of that got to do with God. Because he don't want that, right? <laughs> so none of this has to do, bro, just be like, I don't want to do it. I ain't feel like being, like you say, I ain't feel like being a follower. Cool. I'm black already. I, I know the lives matter. <laughs> Like, I would have left it at that and just, you ain't had to do all the extra stuff because that ain't had nothing to do with it. But I digress. To my favorite story thus far, mm-hmm. Pac-12 players have demanded, have, well, I'm sorry, they have demands that must be met. Mm-hmm. Let me list them okay. off real quick. Let me get into the big story with Washington State head coach and a player. Okay. So what players want, basically, in a nutshell, is to be able to opt out during a pandemic without penalties, I believe is what they want to say, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, without lost, lost a spot on the team. They want to be able to have a task force that address social issues, social injustices. Great. They want direct 2% of conference revenue to support financial aid for low-income black students, community initiatives, and development programs. I say, damn it, this is what I'm talking about right here. Pac-12 looking smart, man. Hey. The West, hold on. Let's let just put this out there, too. The West Coast is looking... They are already smart, already some smart individuals out there to begin with. They looking, they looking like the best conference right now. Well, and, and I told you, SEC one, Big Ten two, the ACC, Pac twelve. They, you know, three A, three B, or three or four, whatever, right? Yeah. Pac twelve moved up a little bit in miles. You still behind the ACC, but you moved up a little bit in miles, right? Yeah. So I just, I want to say first off, shout out to all y'all doing that. I know it's going to be repercussions, consequences. Applaud y'all. I applaud y'all. Y'all need to do that. I hope everybody else follows suit because y'all aren't getting paid. And even this little penny that they're talking about you can make off yourself, they're trying to find a way to tax it. Uh 
Right. right. So at the end of the day, if you go out here and get hurt, sick, or whatever, the medical professions, not saying that y'all don't have good ones out there, it ain't like you going to the hospital because you can't afford it. You're going to the school, whatever, and if y'all got something set up, it's only so much you got set up through the school. Yeah. You know, if you can go outside campus. Yeah. Uh thing that I want to bring up is the story of Washington State player mm-hmm. Cassidy Woods and head coach Nick Rovich. I think it's in Rovich. Nick Rovich. Is that it? You see it? Yeah. Rovich. Ro- Rolovich. Rolovich. Hmm. I, yeah, definitely got that wrong. <laughs> so Cassidy Woods, who has a sickness. Said that he was opting out this year, right? Mm-hmm. And his coach was fine with it. And this was a recorded conversation, so I'm going to just sum it up real quick. So his coach was fine with it, right? Until he said, well, I hear that, you know, people are forming a task force for these certain things that I just listed off. And he said, are you are you joining them? He was like, yes. Now, keep in mind, he has a sickness and the coach was okay with him opting out. Since he said that, the coach said, well, you know, well, what do you plan to do? Because he's from Texas. He's like, so what do you plan to do in the meantime? He's like, are you going back home? He's like, no, coach, I'm not going back home. I still plan on working out and stuff like that. This coach, Washington State, Rolovich said, and I quote, well, I don't think that's really a good idea. Let me paraphrase. No, you need to leave because you are cancer to this team with these radical ideas you have going on inside your head. (laughs) So he said, like, I plan on working out, still staying in shape, still kind of, not necessarily being around the team, but letting them know, hey, I'm still here. Yeah. Coach was like, nah. Not because of COVID. He may say it is, but we know it's not. Not because of COVID. No, he say, because y'all forming this task force on something that should really happen anyway. I know they probably tripping over 2%, but the 2% ain't going in their pockets. It's going to stuff that you need to go to anyway. I mean, for crying out loud, you come inside these poor communities with black and brown people, you scoop the kids out. You using them. And you use them. For you, your benefit. For your benefit. Try to give them a, a sense of a hope and a dream. They may or may not make the NFL most of the times what they want. Mm-hmm. And they go back home. You have nothing to give them back they to know. the community if they didn't do what they needed to in school. Right. But you said, oh, damn, let them shine for three or four years. Right. So he was like, yeah, even, even with his scholarship, because he's a scholarship athlete. He's like, hey, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Your scholarship will last this year, but I don't know about next year. Things might get a little tougher. So you basically trying to blackball this man? Because one, he opting out because he has real health issues anyway that'll make him get COVID faster. Mm-hmm. But two, for something that should be right anyway, something that will probably benefit coaches because they really ain't got a leg to stand on. They can't complain about not having equal rights. And right. They get paid, get paid millions of just, dollars. Just, just to coach a football game for, what, 12 games, 13 games, maybe, possibly? No man, you know I ain't yeah, you know I ain't rolling with that. So I I like so, I like I said, it's just crazy though. Like coaches can really benefit from this, not necessarily head coaches, more so of assistant coaches, uh uh position coaches, things like that. They can benefit from this if the players do this right. Cause now you could be like, Well, we on the player side now. Right. We, we yeah, we stand by them. And guess what? The player if you if you do this right now. Just sacrifice a little right now. And this is not only in regards to the coaches, but this is in regards to the whole country, to the whole sports community. If y'all just sacrifice a little bit right now, in the long term, in, in the short in the shortness, every all right, in the shortness, all right, it ain't gonna be sweet, it ain't gonna be good, it ain't gonna be peaches and cream. But in the long term, you're gonna gain respect. You gonna gain more players want to go to your program, especially if you outspoken and you on the front lines with them too. 
Oh, you have players. You don't have players coming from all over the all over the country want to play for you. Well, and I think that's the biggest thing we hadn't seen nobody really out front. You know what I'm saying? No. I think the biggest thing that people used to look at USC like because of Pete Carroll was homie was in the hood. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like he was actively out there and participating and trying to make it better. He wasn't just like. I want you to come play for me. Hey, he ain't sending out. He ain't sending out letters and no. Nah, as, as, as a kid, you saw him in your community. Right. He was. He was. He in was there. that man. He, he wasn't. Was he wasn't. And I'm just saying. I'm spitballing here. I'm just assuming. Nick ain't in no hoods. Nick Saban ain't in no hoods. Ed Ogeron, if he go here, he around there, so that ain't really in the hoods. Right. You know, you from there, so it's like you know. You know. Yeah. You not out there like that. You getting people who go out there for you. Now Pete Carroll was out there in them hoods. Like, I don't care what nobody say. That's probably why he still got his job in Seattle, because he relates to everybody. Yeah, that's that's respect. The only the only reason no the only reason the former players don't don't acknowledge him respect him now because he made that stupid call. But I mean, but still hey, but, it, but at the end of the day, but at the end Russell of the day, Russell Wilson still like him. <laughs> Richard Sherman? Richard Sherman got respect for him. Richard Sherman got respect for him. Richard Sherman got respect for him. Uh Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch in the Pac 12 went to Cal. He, he went, went to Cal. Cal. He got re- Look, I'm pretty sure they met a lot of times. They ain't gonna say pretty sure. I know they met a lot of times. USC, USC, yeah, USC, yeah. yeah. I I think everybody got respect for him, but that's that's just the thing. And as far as like the consequences and stuff, I think we both can say, and y'all can say we kind of one sided. It is fine because I said it once and I said it again. I'm for players, people like me. I ain't no coach. I ain't in that space. I don't understand yeah. that. I, we went to. We got our majors. In our master's in sports administration, right. we get that side of it. But when it comes to being treated right, the players in NCAA in all sports, in all men sports, or women, right. have always gotten screwed. Right. So, yes, when it comes to somebody making a stand, boom, stick to y'all guns, Pac-12. Consequences lie on the NCAA and the coaches who want to sit there and get in the way of progression. And, and guess what? Put, uh, to the coaches, if you ain't on it, if you ain't on board with the players and y'all want to revoke their scholarships, just imagine playing – Playing football without no football players, and I and I'll say this too: the last thing, the last thing I say on this, so we can get to the NFL stuff. The one thing that you got to remember is this: the athlete nowadays. I sound like we're writing a book right now. The athlete nowadays is becoming more and more woke each and every day. With we have this pandemic, don't sit up here and strip somebody their scholarship and other people us mm-hmm. sit up there and find out about it. The more you keep reporting. You think we want to see somebody in SWAC, MEAC, and all smaller conferences? All right. Oh, we're going to get them. You're going to get them then. All right. You already have a vast majority in the transfer portal anyway. Don't let them sit up there and say, you know what? I kind of screwed around. Let me focus on my education. But let me go somewhere that really want me. Mm-hmm. Let me go somewhere where I'm really going to be the man on campus. Let me go man. get some incentives. And then at least if I'm getting used, it's for something that I want. Washington State. Come on, dog. I don't know the last time they've been relevant. And you want to do this? The only time they relevant is when they upset somebody early on in the season. And, the, and that's fine. And, but and like, then, And then after that, they're forgotten thoughts. Yeah, like, come on, bro. Like, you want to do this? Respect. You know? So, last thing we want to get to, we got a couple things with the NFL. I got to address this uh, for our compadre, Anthony Mike Abram. He made a comment saying, why was his coach on our sports entanglement list yesterday? John Gruden. <laughs> Now, Mike, you know why he on there. <laughs> I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> My brother, you know he, you know why he's on there. Ten year, billion dollar contract. 
You know John Gruden ain't going to do nothing with that team out there. Now you have the likes of KC that you have to compete with. Denver is only, I don't know what a way, right? right. As far as I'm concerned, Denver and Oakland are on the same page. And then you have San Diego or L.A., whichever you want to refer to them as. Some people are still bitter. I feel like L.A. just became the second best team with Tyrod Taylor out there because their defense is already already vastly so? underrated. You think so? Yeah, they got they got they got a decent duo of receivers, but then they also have, to me, you know, decent running back. Even though they had to let go of Melvin, which I still think that's a dumb decision, but. Where, I think where, where is he at right now? I forgot where he went. I gotta look at okay. it. I forgot where he went, but he ain't he ain't done no more. Oh yeah, I know. But I just think that KC forever gonna run that division. Right. I think Oakland is gonna forever be second. Or, I mean, sorry, third or fourth. <laughs> and it's because of John Gruden. You know why your coach is on there? Ten year, hundred billion dollars. I mean, not hundred billion, oh, a billion. billion. They might as well be. That's what they yeah. feel like. He that's what he feel like capturing them right now. <laughs> And then, of course, somebody may mention, because you we both said it at the same time yesterday, John Wall had to make this list. Yeah. John Wall been holding back the Wizards for a long time. It might be time for it might be that time for him to go and get traded, buddy. Either either he get traded or Bradley Bill get traded. Well, and Bradley Bill is, is he's being heavily pursued. Right. So oh, yeah. everybody want him to be on the they they had rumors I, of him coming to LA. Yeah, I fuck with him. I fuck with Bradley Bill, bro. If he leave if he leave Washington, you can kiss that franchise goodbye. Yeah. Ain't gonna say, nah, you ain't kissing goodbye. I'm bro. talking about kissing goodbye as far as it being yeah. relevant. Yeah, being a playoff contender. Yeah, it ain't it ain't about to be relevant for a while. Yeah. I, I just want to make mention this so we can get into your OBJ comments. The Saints are planning a somewhat bubble, which would be smart, but again, you still had a factor of People traveling to you and you traveling to people. Mm -hmm. You cannot prevent something you don't understand. So, yes, you're doing a bubble. And it's a chance that you're going to probably have somebody in an asymptomatic passing everything on. You're doing a bubble, which is great, in your own town. And everybody might do this too, right? Follow Mm -hmm. suit. Be in a hotel. Everybody just here. You leave together, come back together where you know you keep track. The problem lies when you have to start traveling. You're not fixing anything. And the NFL, we still will say, has the biggest risk of everything because you have, I'm sorry I said fat, and I didn't mean to say fat, that's offensive. You have bigger body mass people on your offensive and your defensive line, 300 plus pounds, who when they get the disease, it's not going to be like baseball where they just test positive. No, they're going to get sick. They're going to get the worst end of COVID. Not the, oh, you just got it, you got a quarantine. Now and one person get it, everybody getting it. And you don't want nobody with big masks to get it because you don't know. Like, it hits them differently. They have to do more. They have to put out more energy. Now you got this virus that you don't understand, that you don't have a vaccine for, that you have nothing to control with. Now you want to sit there and put them in this type of risk? Mm. But go ahead and get the OBJ comments, bro. Oh, OBJ, OBJ made, a comments, made some comments today saying that uh, they should just uh, cancel the NFL season, but he's not opting out. And for him, for him to say that, re- much respect to it. So he's showing maturity. And I mean, at the end of the day, I I, I gotta agree with him. I have to agree with him. Like right now, the way the way players right now are catching it, and we don't even know who has it. Which is, of course, that's HIPAA verified. It got to be HIPAA verified. But, I mean, you have to 
you have to acknowledge what's going on right now. You just can't be just closed minded to what's going on. Like y'all, even though y'all taking extra precautions not to get it, you can still get it no matter what. Whether it's in the heat of the day, whether it's in the cold of the night, whatever. It's summertime, wintertime, you anybody can get it. I mean, but yeah, anybody can get anybody it. can get it. That's a fact. <laughs> but I mean, for him to say it, it's showing maturity, and you know. Yeah, he said what he said. No well, I'm apologies. A, I'm going to go to a saying that I heard when I was watching one of my shows, Highly Questionable. I'm stealing it. Um, it's no rights to it. I hope, whatever. Not going to get in trouble for it. It's not about making sense. It's about making dollars. And at the end of the day, you got the NFL who, of course, you know why they want to have it, right? Mm-hmm. But you got to look at the other side of it, too. Not the players that's already made their money. Not your OBJs or... You know, Drew Brees at the time. Not the people who got a bunch of guaranteed contracts. No, you got to look at the people who got to pay their bills, support their families. The rookies. The rookies. The rookies that really need it. The people that, that's really on the bubble are losing their spots. Like, NFL teams are making cuts right now. And it's like, okay, if you're making these cuts right now and I ain't really, you know, their player, like, what you going to do? And then you also got to look at it, too. If you opt out and you're not, like, a highlight player, what if that blackballs you? Because they say you being punk right, that's what I'm saying, or whatever. Yeah. So it's just it, it's so many things that goes into it. But I think I don't think we'll see it with any other sport. But I think football is the one we're gonna see it with, and it terrifies me that we're gonna see our first death with COVID because they can't stop. Even even college, even college, even college football season. I think that should be canceled. And now and now when you say college football season may be canceled, now you have to go do a whole three six and say. Well, are the players going to be eligible to play for however many years they have left to play well, plus and, one more? And I feel like that's an easy answer, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah I agree. You know, I, I feel like I feel like you need to go ahead and do this. Whether you just came out, whether you a junior, senior, uh, whether you were hurt, like whatever it is, everybody get an extended year. Yeah, it's gonna throw things off. It sound crazy. It sound like an easy fix. But at the end of the day, guess what? Nobody knew that this was happening. Nobody could prevent this. One person could have tried to prevent it. We won't go there. Yeah. But nobody knew this was going to happen in sports. So at the end of the day, you would really penalize a kid because you say, oh, well, you know, you was already a senior. You know, I screwed. You wasn't going to go nowhere anyway. You get out of our face. Mm-hmm. Again, that's the NCAA doing whatever they got to do to keep this system, this funnel going. And that's why I say Pac-12, keep it going. What's up? Y'all keep it going, moving forward. I hope everybody else catch on. These conference-only games are still a disaster. <laughs> it's not a quick fix. It's not a solution. I don't care what you say. If you around your whole team or whatever, and then y'all go somewhere because all y'all got to travel on planes. Nobody's riding buses. I don't, I don't see the SEC riding buses like, like uh, I was subjected uh, to uh, one year. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you mad, bro? Huh? I said, you mad. Huh? <laughs> Honda. Golly. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I'm like, you mad. But we, I'm just saying, we know we're not going to see them riding buses. We ain't seeing SEC players riding buses. How long was that ride again? 12 hours. Woo! Yeah, that was rough. That ride was rough. That boy. was rough. God damn. That was rough. And oh, I've never felt so good to stretch my legs out every time they said you could. Man, dog. This, it, was, it, was, it was something. But yeah, uh, I know you got your couple picks. I just want to do this. Uh, shout out to everybody that's been on our podcast featured. Um, let me go ahead and list it off real quick. I'm going to try to do y'all in order. 
So we got Elite Sports and Entertainment. That's Nick Bedford, episode 12. Black Raiden, uh, put the toy back in the toy box. I believe that's the name of that one. I might be getting it wrong. Featuring Black Raiden, a.k.a. Mario Skates. He's featured on our episode two as well. Go check his YouTube channel out, Elite Sports and Entertainment. Go check their Instagram. I believe their Facebook page out as well. Bosa, Rashad, Boatner. Check him out. Go support his line of clothing. I'm, I'm coming to order some stuff soon. Y'all got some fire materials, some fire clothing. It looks great. Can't wait to support. Annie OD, shout out. OD on sports. Go listen to that. OD on sports on Instagram, Thanks. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Thanks. Shout out Eric O'Neill. Congratulations <laughs> again. Baby girl, I told you. What's up? I shout out, to, shout out to Mr. Eric, man. Uh, shout out to Revolutionary Minds. Shout out to Slump Busters that we did a feature on. Shout out to Aggressive Beauty that we just did her episode on. Uh, we just like bringing fun entertainment, bringing us, bringing this environment that we grew up in and just bringing it to y'all in this world. Other than that, I think I got everybody. Oh, shout out to Rob and Wag. Big shout out to them. Shout out to the album that they have out right now. Go listen to it. It's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I don't know what they got on YouTube, but go look it up on there too. Emotional Roller Coaster. R.O.B. Rob and G Loving you was that's right. not that's, that's I know, I know, not, I know, that's not, yeah, I know, that's I know, not, I know, I know, it's not, but anyway, my picks for the for today is Buddy for the record featuring Boogie and Wale five minutes featuring Sky Zoo, East Coast, that was West Coast and East Coast, East Coast, whatever. Hey, hey, y'all go check out the No Limit documentary that come on Wednesday and BT, forgot about that, that's that's fire. Shout out, shout out to Louisiana. Anyway, again, the bottom line sports talk, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Instagram, and Twitter. At BL Sports Talk 51. Beautiful website. It's going to be updated. Going to try to do a better job of that. Acknowledge my faults, my shortcomings, all that good stuff. Uh Oh, yeah. Y'all make sure y'all subscribe when I put out the new landing page. It's supposed to come out this weekend. I had a couple things come up, whatever, whatever, whatever. Subscribe. And most importantly, y'all will hear us real soon. Man, appreciate the followership, the viewership, the listenership, whatever y'all want to call yourself. We got to come up with a kitchen name for people to sit up there and like call the podcast. What are they, the Bottom Nights or something like that? I don't bottom know. Nights. <laughs> bottom we got to come up with something different. Anyway, we'll catch y'all soon. Be in y'all ears, stay in, stay in y'all hearts. Just support us. We got some cool stuff coming out soon, man. Hey, much love. Wow. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, holla at y'all. Y'all take it easy and stay safe out there. Peace.